In 2007, TV network CBS dropped 40 kids in the middle of the New Mexico desert as part of a brand new reality show. These kids would have to build their own society from scratch. And if this sounds like Lord of the Flies to you, well, it was meant to. We were on this mission together. We were going to prove to the world that we could make a better society than adults could. I'm Josh Gwynn, and I want to know what this wild TV experiment was really about. Split Screen, Kid Nation, a six-part podcast from CBC. Available now. (laughs) What do you want to say to Santa? Way down here in the basement. <laughs> what do you think about Santa? Brings presents. <laughs> yes, he does. Don't press on that thing. That's you know what that's for? It's called a pop filter. Can you say pop really loud? Pop filter. <laughs> this prevents you from popping your peas. Say popping my peas. Popping my peas. <laughs> if you could ask Santa one thing, what would you ask Santa? Santa, how can you come when it's, when it's coronavirus? What's different because of COVID? Santa, are you going to wear your mask? By now, you're familiar with the phrase that something, whatever it is, is going to be a little different this year. And so far, nothing seems more different than the holidays. Many of us won't see our families this year for the first time in, well, for a lot of us, for the first time ever. Shopping has largely been done online. Parties and carols and churches and places of worship and volunteering, all of that transformed. And then, of course... For the kids, there's Santa. Santa Claus has had a tough time. He can't meet kids in person. He has to follow strict hygiene protocols. There's a lot of kids around the world wondering how exactly he's going to get presents to all the good little girls and boys living in lockdown. And so, because we've spent the whole year on this show figuring out how this pandemic is changing the world around us, and honestly because my three-year-old Maggie was curious, we decided to ask Santa Claus. And yes, parents, your kids can listen to this one. I'm Maggie Rollins, and this is the big swing. Santa Claus is a jolly old elf. He's Kris Kringle. He goes by many, many names. And he's probably pretty busy right about now, but he's joining us. Hello, Santa. Hello, and how is everyone where you are, my friend? Ho, ho, ho. Everyone is inside uh, hoping for the best is, uh, is all I can say to you. We're trying to get through it. How is everyone up there? Well, you know, it's really nice up at the North Pole. And believe it or not, because of all this stuff that's going on, I call it stuff, you know, uh, all the elves are masked. We wear our masks when they're working in the workshop. And we are distant, social distancing. And uh, we have to because not only that, because, you know, we have different animals coming through every now and then. So we just have to protect ourselves and protect Santa because of my trips that I have to do on Christmas Eve. What's been different for you, 
this year uh, in the run-up to Christmas? We're going to talk about Christmas uh, in a minute, but, you know, you're busy all year. Uh, What have you done differently this year? Well, not really too much other than reading the letters, and a lot of children are worried about whether or not Santa is going to be able to visit because of this COVID business, you see. And so what I explain to them is uh, Santa's been around a long time. I've been through many, many different episodes, if you will. But because I am who I am, I still have to make sure that I watch what I do, wash my hands, wear the masks. So I have to be just like everyone else. And that helps with the children accepting the fact that Santa really knows what's going on. And it it more puts, puts their mind at ease, if you will. I just realized that. You're right. This isn't your first pandemic, is it? Oh, no, 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 been been through a few different things, you know. And when I travel around the world, I've also been asked about the, the, the fact that how do I make it into various places? Because nowadays, you see, there are few, especially in certain parts of the world, there are fewer chimneys. Yes. Oh, I find it most most interesting. So my daughter, uh, her name's Maggie, and she's three, was very excited to hear that I was going to talk to you. And she had a few questions uh, that she wanted me to ask you. And first of all, you already answered one uh, because you wear your mask, which is good. Uh, I'm going to make sure that uh, that she knows that. But second, what do you tell kids um, who aren't having a great time this year? You know, a lot of them haven't been seeing their friends or their grandparents. Uh, and I'm sure you've been hearing about that in the letters that they write to you. Oh, this is true. This is true. And then I also get that from the parents and the uh, uh, grandparents who write letters on their behalf. And the most important thing is the fact that we have to sit down and I also tell them the story. And I think this is what really is good. I tell them the story about how I met Rudolph. And you may find that a bit strange, (laughs) but the story of how I met Rudolph uh, is to do with bullying, believe it or not. And when the end of the story comes out, I am able to then explain that not everyone and not everything happens in a very good way, but eventually, as long as we smile and think happy thoughts and remember that tomorrow will always be brighter than the bad things that might be happening, they seem to be able to accept that. And so I continue on, but the story, and one day I shall have to make sure that you get to read it because it is a beautiful story of how this nice little reindeer got bullied and then Santa found him by accident and then became the lead of the reindeer, and that makes everybody happy. We could all use a few more happy stories um, this year. The other question that Maggie had for you is, what are you doing differently this year uh, on Christmas Eve because of COVID? Well, believe it or not, Jordan, you know, if you think about it, close your eyes and think of the magic and the spirit of Christmas. So what I end up doing is exactly the same as I've always been doing. I take the magic of Christmas and I visit all the homes all around the world, starting way down in the South Pacific as my first stop and work my way back to the North Pole. And so because of the magic of Christmas, I do it very quickly and that how That's how I can explain it to children that I can always be in and out, in and out, and so quick. And that's because of the magic of Christmas. 
I want to ask you about how you're talking to children uh, in, in November and December. I know usually you'd be, you know, making the rounds at, at various malls and stores and parties, and you're not doing that this year. What's it like to talk to kids over Zoom? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, I, because of the fact that I have some elves who are very, very, shall we call them, techniki, technical savvy, if you will, and they keep on making sure that I'm up on certain things. And they gave me this whole idea that, hey, Santa, why don't we do some Zoom calls? And I have been doing that. And it's, I find it absolutely amazing. That leads me to my next question. What are kids asking for this Christmas? You've been taking a lot of calls. What's, uh, what's at the top of their lists? Well, you know what? I've, I, th- I think it's amazing that I now have boys and girls asking for toys that are not electronic. They were, they've seen so many of those older toys, like the wooden toys and the, the toys that people play. Like, remember, well, when you were much younger, young man, I'm sure you had toys that you had to push and, and, and think of where this toy would go. And so the, they're asking for old fashioned, I love it. Santa, do you have any old-fashioned toys? So I have to say, what do you mean by an old-fashioned toy? Oh, you know, ones that we can push in, we can actually add to, like uh, trains and things like that. But they're still they're still into the iPods and and the and the games and that sort of thing. Still into that, of course. Screens maybe aren't quite as much fun when you spent your entire year at school on them. Well, I oh, I, I would imagine so. Yes. Because Santa also tries to put himself into the, I guess you could say, the mindset of children of all parts of the world. There's so many different things. And they also ask, if I may be so bold, they would like to know, what do I wear when it's hot? Because I have to go to places that are hot. Yes, you see, this is one of the secrets of Santa. On the sleigh, I do have, I guess you could call it a change of clothing depending on the weather, even though I move as quickly as I do. What do you wear when you're hanging out at home uh, doing phone calls? Are you wearing jogging pants like the rest of us this year? (laughs) Well, 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 I guess you're looking for some secrets. And guess what? Yes is the answer to that. (laughs) (laughs) Santa, what do you want for Christmas? Absolutely. You know what? That is a question that all the children ask me and guess what santa wants nothing but happiness and kindness to each other that everyone should wear a smile but nothing nothing other than goodwill towards each other that's what i want for christmas and that's the best thing to have people smile at each other and say pleases and thank yous that's what i want for christmas My name is John Cullen, and I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and curling. It's the story of Broomgate, how a single broom, yes, a broom, turned friends into foes and almost killed the 500-year-old sport of curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate, available now. I want to ask you um, a little bit of a serious question before 
before I let you go. You know, this year has been uh, awfully tough for a lot of people. There's a lot of people who are lonely right now, uh, kids and adults. And uh, Santa is kind of a symbol of happier times. How do you try to use that uh, to connect with kids especially, I guess, who who aren't having a great time? And, and you can probably see it in their faces when they're on the Zoom call. Oh, 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 you're so right. Yes, yes, yes. You not only see it in their faces, also in their in their voices, and especially when the, the and their eyes, their eyes. Oh, 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 the eyes, as they say, is the mirror of the soul. But it's the eyes that get Santa. And all I do is I try to just say, now let's talk about what is bothering you, and what do you think Santa could do to make it better. Because Santa can do all sorts of things, but not necessarily change everything. But if we can think about the fact that tomorrow always looks like it's going to be a brighter day than today. So we have to have, uh, I guess guess the good word would be we have to have faith in tomorrow. Because things will always get better. It may not be right away quick. And that's one of the things everybody thinks they should happen right away quick. And I try to explain, no, no, take your time, but things will always get better. Maybe not right away. And I think that's the best part. As long as they know it's not right away, it will happen soon. And I think that that helps. Well, it has helped Santa explain uh, what it might happen in in a a short time, but not right away. Is there anything that you've done uh, differently this year that you'll want to keep around for next year and the year after? Have you learned anything? Oh, yes. You know, I think one of the things that I've learned is the fact that even though I visit all the houses on Christmas Eve and it's talking to the children because I end up doing a a few, I guess you could call Santa appearances on different stations around the world and listening to children asking me questions, just like your lovely daughter. And um, if I may be so bold, I even had uh, the greatest, not the greatest, but one of the greatest questions. But let me get back to what I'm going to continue to do the Zoom meetings with children because not all children can get to see some of my stand-ins, nor can they be up on Christmas Eve because even you, Jordan, you won't be seeing me on Christmas Eve because you'll be sleeping, ho, 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 just like you always have been. So therefore, I have to continue with the Zoom approach to visit to many children all over the world and that's before i visit on christmas eve or before they may have a chance to see santa in some other area so that's going to be a continuation oh definitely we're not supposed to uh share foods and stuff this year are you still allowed to take the cookies and milk or what oh yes but what i've been doing again depending on where i am Uh, In Italy, for instance, all the children now are starting to leave gnocchi, little gnocchi. Are you familiar with gnocchi? Yes, I am. In fact, my daughter only eats gnocchi. Yeah, so Santa in Italy, instead of leaving cookies, some some leave some biscotti. So it's not just a... By the way, in certain parts of the world, my favorite cookie is... Would you know that? I don't. Oatmeal raisin. Oh, that's so healthy. Oatmeal raisin and a little chocolate milk. But in <laughs> Italy, of course, it's either gnocchi, biscotti, and some espresso. <laughs> 
that will keep you up all night. Uh, Santa, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything um, you'd like to say to the parents and hopefully uh, kids of our our listeners who are who are tuning in? Well, I I want everyone everyone to always wake up with a smile on the face, and I don't mean you can't be sleepy with a smile. So soon as your eyes open. Everyone put a smile on your face because if you do that and look in the mirror, you go, oh, ho, 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 ho. and then you look at someone, they'll see you smiling, then you will, they will smile. And the more people that smile, the happier everyone will be. And always remember to treat everyone with kindness and play nice with each other. And that's how the world is going to be a much happier place. And that will get rid of all this COVID stuff because if everyone's happy and does what they're supposed to be doing, especially now, washing your hands, wearing your masks, and keeping the distance, then this thing will go away because now the vaccines are out and Santa's looking forward to that as well. So I'm wishing everybody to have a happy and a merry Christmas. And for boys and girls and moms and dads, one or two little gifts is better than a whole pile. Ho, 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 ho. That's the first thing you've said that my daughter does not agree with. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> well, I wish you and your daughter and everyone a very Merry Christmas and a happy day. That was Santa Claus. Yes, Santa Claus. And that was the big story. And that is it for us. This is our last official daily show of 2020. Thank God. What a year. If you have been with us, this whole year, or from past years, or if you found us in March when things got weird, or if you found us this summer when you were stuck at home, bored out of your skull. Anyway, you found us. Thank you. It's been overwhelming to see our audience grow this year, and we honestly appreciate every last one of you that gives us 25 minutes a day. We will take our usual two-week break right now, and daily episodes will start again on January 4th, but don't forget about us entirely because we will have a little treat or two for you in this feed over the holidays. Wherever you are listening to this, I hope that you're safe. I hope that you're doing as well as can be expected. I hope you get some time to relax and recharge. I hope you get a vaccine as soon as possible. I hope the new year brings hope and wellness to you. And I hope that we can at some point in 2021 have a live event of some sort because all of us would really like to meet some of you. The Big Story is produced by the amazing three-person team of Claire Broussard, Stephanie Phillips, and Ryan Clark. Annalisa Nielsen is our digital editor. Indulge me in a couple of more thank yous to Jennifer Gay, who is our audience lead, to Emily Morantz, who helps us with social media, to Jeff Lush, who is our web producer who makes sure this podcast feed works, and to a whole lot of other awesome people who don't have to help us at all, but do to get this show to you every day. If you want to chat over the holidays, I have no idea why you'd come to us, but we're here anyway. You can always find us at The Big Story FPN on Twitter. You can find us in your favorite podcast feed, the one you're listening to right now. You can email us anytime, thebigstorypodcast at rci.rogers.com. Stay safe over the next few weeks. Follow whatever directions are put in place and look forward to a better 2021. I'm Jordan Heath-Rawlings. Thanks for listening.
Santa just bring the presents, okay? I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency.